I have a question. Yes, Megan. Do you, have you played Cyberpunk? I have. Do you um, do you change the size? <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I just choked on my drink. <laughs> I, I have not yet. No, <laughs> I just I don't need to do that. <laughs> Excuse me for a moment. I got to go out and get this game. Is this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. Welcome to episode 163 of the Field of Geeks podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Mitch. I'm Steve. I'm Megan. We're all back. Yay, Steve. Haven't seen you for a while. <laughs> Heard from you for a while. Can't say seen. Yeah, lucky you. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Look, we had to pay him a lot of money, guys. So be thankful he's on the show with us today. Yep, next yeah. appearance is June, I think, if I look at the calendar right. So yeah, if we we're still negotiating. By then, we should. Yeah. <laughs> good to have you back on, though. Seriously. Yeah, it's home, good to be honestly. back. Seriously, yeah. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a long time. It's been busy at work, and of course, yes, good stuff. Yeah. And, uh, well, I, you know that kind of takes precedence. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of need money, even though we're getting more money now. So that's great. Yeah. I long for the days we can like be in person again. You know, I'm I'm taking a lot of precaution. I mean, we all are, but I think when it gets warmer, maybe we can go outside on my deck unless we're all vaccinated by then. I don't know. Or they have air bubble suits. We'll see. Oh, that's a good question. Steve, have you, uh, are you one of the first to get vaccinated or have the opportunity to? Um, we are going to have the opportunity to, yes. You know, I, I don't know if I'll do it or not. Like <gasps> first. <laughs> I'll probably wait until like all of our um, operators and things like that have done it. Oh yeah, right. My daughter, she works at the hospital. She's already done it. Oh wow! Um, both both so, of them yeah. or just the first one? No, she got both. Um, wow! So yeah. that was quick. Any yeah. adverse side effects or so far so good? It's funny. Uh, on day one, she's like, "That was nothing," and then the next day, she's like. My arm feels like it's going to fall off. And then besides <laughs> just being sore, it was nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's I good. think that I think the microchip that they put in your brain, I don't think she felt it at all. Oh, good. Is that you Windows know, 10, Steve? That's <laughs> Windows 10. Yeah. Okay, good. Good. <laughs> I was really hoping for Windows XP or the student edition. <laughs> well, they, uh, they're really trying to get fancy here. So <laughs> spare no expense. <laughs> no cd-rom installations it's all no usbcs yes yes very good very a aol 2.0 <laughs> it dials up every time you ask her a question it dials up right. <laughs> <laughs> fun stuff well yeah well that day will come but yeah um thankful we're all here right now a lot to talk about sort of um not a lot of news, but what we do have, there's a lot to talk about um, with within it. So uh, let's get started with um, recommendations. What the hell? Let's change it up a little bit. Uh, I'd like to recommend Cobra Kai. I'm, I know, Steve, you've seen it, and uh, Megan and Mitch, have you guys had time to see Cobra it? Cobra Kai? No, I want to. I've um, 
I've kind of immersed myself, and I hate to say this or get off on a tangent. Um, my wife got me Batman, the complete series, animated on Blu-ray for oh, Christmas. Yes. Oh, nice. So I was a huge fan of that show growing up. Like I had Same. the Batwing, I had the car, mm. um, I had the, I had everything except for like the action figures. Except for uh, I did have Batman. I didn't have any of the other action figures. So anyway, I've been watching that on the Blu-ray and uh, have just been fully immersing myself in that. And then once I get done with that, then I'll probably switch over to that. But I've just been busy. Sure. Well, let's, let's recommend that, that too. That's a hell of a series. And oh, yeah. I bet it looks amazing well, resolution like and that. On the, well, you know, it's funny. Um, they did touch it up, but it's still 4.3 four, uh, four, resolution, so mm-hmm. it's not uh, widescreen. Oh, I gotcha. Um, I did hear um rumors and i don't know how much this is true on hbo max they're looking to maybe revive batman the animated series heard that too that's cool um, and um i'm really hoping that's true and what i heard was is that they didn't cancel the show per se it was just the writers ran out of ideas so it it's one of those shows that's that good mm-hmm. that uh i'm glad to hear that it was just an idea issue sure. than uh than being canceled so yeah they like morphed um, it into true, they morphed it, morphed it into Batman and Robin adventures, and then uh, something else after that. Uh, I can't remember. Super, yeah, Super Batman, Superman I mean, adventures. Yeah, and the cool thing about this um, this complete series um, on Blu-ray is is that it has the two movies that they did too. So it's got the um, nice. Mask of the Phantom, and then it's got the other one. But they're all uh, Blu-ray and digital. And so I got them uploaded to my Voodoo account. So I've been watching those. Oh, that's crazy. cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, Mask of the Phantasm. That was actually uh, released in theaters. So that was the uh, last. Oh, it was? Yeah, they, they thought uh, they wanted to capitalize, obviously, on the the animated series success. And it, I don't think it made too much money. So that's why the follow-up films didn't go oh, to theaters. But that would have been really cool to see. But yeah, that's a yeah. great film. I love that film. Yeah, it's yeah. a hell of a series. I was a huge fan of it. I think it... I think they dropped an episode each day during the week. I remember coming home after school and recording, recording them. I just, I was, I loved the show. I was a big fan, and that is on my wish list to get for myself. Is that that series? And then um, she got me these little things, and I don't know if you've ever heard of these. They're at Target, and I'm sorry for going off on a tangent. Um, have okay. you ever heard of a thing called a, a fig pin? You know what? I think I did see them. I didn't know what they were. Are they just pins? I, I'm not exactly sure what they are either. Yeah. Um, but I've got Batman, Robin, the Joker, and Harley Quinn. Ooh, Ooh. nice. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, I saw some so they, X-Men ones there, and I was like, oh. Yeah, it, it looks like it might be like a Target exclusive or something like that for 2020. So I've got uh, all four of those, so I'm going to keep those nice in the box. What's a yeah. fig pin? I don't know. I've been <laughs> trying to figure out myself. Like, I thought it was like something that you could – because it says um, – Make sure to one of them says like make sure to download the app for more information or something like that. Crazy. Oh, here we go. Unlock awesome with the fin pig, fin fig pin app. Fin pig. Yeah, fin pig. Fig pin. F i g p i n. I yeah, I have no clue. Yeah, I've seen them. I've seen like uh, there's like a Jubilee one. I almost got. I was like, I don't know why. I was like, that's kind of cool because I I remember that character from X Men and. You know, that's that's the that's our way into the X-Men animated series is through her character. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. I don't know what the hell I'd do with it. <laughs> I don't even know what the well, hell it is. I, it looks like a pin, but I don't I don't know. Does it go on your device? Do you like use it with your stab your screen? No, 
I, I you know it's not it's not anything that you'd hook up to a to a TV or a computer or anything. I think it's just more of a desk uh, thing. So when I get my desk set up uh, in the house here for working from home, I'm gonna put those on my desk. Big pins can be displayed like your most coveted figure or worn as your favorite accessory. Pin them to your favorite jacket or bag, yes. or simply display them on your desk. No matter where you put them, they'll uh, be sure to stand out. But there's like an oh, app with them. Pretty cool. Yeah, I guess uh, maybe it's like an extension or something like that. But it looks like they go pretty, pretty deep into the cartoon world. So they got like Mickey Mouse. They've got SpongeBob. Uh, they've got a whole bunch of uh, They're nicely anime detailed. Stuff. Oh yeah. Mortal Kombat. Yep. Damn. Tackle it all. Pretty damn it. cool. Oh, they've even got a Mandalorian one now. Of course. <laughs> what about Baby Yoda? <laughs> oh, Grogu. Sorry, Maybe. Grogu. <laughs> Grogu. Pray go, Grogu. <laughs> like a fancy Italian. Yes. Like a like a fancy Italian can of soup. Yes. <laughs> Mom, would you please cook me the Grogu, please? <laughs> that sounds like an that sounds like an ad we could do here on the show eventually. <laughs> We've got ideas. We got some. We need some more commercials from Steve and, well, of course, everyone. But yeah, I've got some fake movie trailer ideas I like to do. I just got to do it, you know. <laughs> oh, honey, you got the cough again. Give me some of that Grogu. <laughs> Grogu. <laughs> Made from my shit. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Lucas Stamp. Sorry, what? I really went off on a tangent. No, that's okay. Hey, that's what we do best. It's all right. It's all good. It'll cover for all the news we don't really have much of. <laughs> yeah, Cobra Kai, awesome show. Debuted on YouTube uh, Red at the time, two years ago. I've been watching it since then. It's really neat to see everyone finally finding it because it's on Netflix now. So, of course, everyone has Netflix. And it, it's, you know, during the pandemic, all these shows have taken off. And this is one of them. And yeah, it's solid casting, writing, just everything. It's great. It's great to see them pick up a franchise you thought was dead and make a show out of it that takes you into a different through a different character's uh, eyes, if you will. You get to see their side. It's really cool, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy for its success. I mean, these Ralph Macchio and William Zafka, you know, they played Danielson and Johnny from the original Karate Kid. They're pushing 60 and who who knew that they were going to have this show you know it's crazy but yeah you have their kids involved in the show and it, they're interesting too it's not just kind of like all right i'll watch these kids do their thing it's it's like a soap opera pretty much except there's comedy in it and there's action and it just it keeps you invested when season three dropped january 1st i just plan to watch a couple episodes i ended up binging the whole season that day and uh, yeah, it was crazy. I was just like, yeah, it was worth it. <laughs> what about you, Steve? Well, I know you haven't finished it yet, but what are your thoughts about I Cobra Kai? It, but I, I just, I love the show. I, I was not in a, uh, <clears throat> you know, I didn't really care about watching it too much. I saw the first Karate Kid and I hadn't seen anything else and I hadn't seen it since the eighties. Right. You know? So, I mean, it was something that I saw. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Mm -hmm. It was just, it was good, you know? And, you know, so Terrell is watching Cobra Kai and he's all excited about it. And, you know, I'm like, eh, just knock it off. Um, <laughs> and then then gave it a chance. And it was like, holy shit, yeah. this was really, really good. You know, and uh, the acting's good. The character development's good. And, 
you know, looking at it through Johnny's eyes and, you know, kind of seeing what his life's become. I mean, that guy can act. Yes. Um, just real solid. Good stuff. Yeah. And I hope they can get more parts even after this or between seasons, you know, they're really good actors. And yeah, he kind of just, he was like the quintessential bad guy, eighties bad guy. He was, Oh, he was a total bully and everything. I mean, and and he he did it well. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. Hot tub time machine. uh, The creators of that movie and Harold and Kumar, they, they put the show together and he was actually in hot tub time machine. He was like the dude at the bar. He had a mustache and (laughs) yeah, he's trying to get them to, yeah, do something uh, crazy. Uh, (laughs) No, but it's cool though. It's like they have this, he has this relationship with the creators, you know, and they were big karate kid fans and they came to him about this idea and he was like, Oh, I love it. And then he got uh, Ralph Macho on board. You know, that was like, that was a deal breaker right there. Like we can't get him. We probably can't do this. So, right. But yeah, it's just, it just, it, they handle everything so well. And they even fix things that were kind of stupid. You know, I thought uh, mainly, <laughs> mainly from the other sequels, you know? Um, right. So it, it's kind of cool how they can, you know, it's kind of like Mandalorian, you know, anything that's kind of like wonky in the Star Wars universe, they fix it, you know, make it more acceptable, I guess, or stretch out what happened really, maybe make it, make it more methodical. Like eh, maybe it didn't happen that way. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Totally check that out. It's on Netflix right now. Uh Steve, you got something to recommend as well? Um yeah, what was it again? Universal Monsters. Oh yeah. <laughs> Steve, is... you have something to recommend. Yeah, yeah. What was it? Yeah. I don't remember. That's why I'm this, here. This I wrote it what, down. This is this is what age does to you. I got so, you. Uh, <laughs> um yeah, the Universal Monsters. So, you know, like the old school, like 1931's Dracula, um, Frankenstein, Wolfman, all that. In January, they're all coming for free on YouTube to watch. Um, yeah. So Excellent. I mean, you know, they're uh yeah, they're just insanely old, old, old movies, but I mean, you know, they they were the things that kind of started off the horror genre and uh they were just a big, just fun, guilty pleasure for me growing up because I was in my 50s when they came out back in the 1930s. So it was. Uh... <laughs> Look, you made the dog mad. <laughs> yeah, the, the dog's like, that's the worst joke I've ever heard. No. Um, it's an interactive experience regarding the Wolfman. Yeah, Tear. exactly. There we go. Right. Tear. But uh, yeah, anyway, so I mean, those are going to be fun to watch. Um, I love I love Dracula. Bella Lugosi mm, uh, played, yeah. played Dracula. And and it's just such a great film. The sets are just amazing. And it was just it was just a really cool, cool film. Still one of my all time favorites. And, uh, you know, a little little trivia is that back in those days, they didn't use like a soundtrack during the film because people at the time thought it distracted from the movie. Mm. Oh wow! Yeah, so I mean, you know, it's it's a lot of silence, <laughs> you right. know, here and there, but uh, it's uh, it kind of contributes to the mood of the film too, which is neat. So Score yeah, give it a silence. shot, and uh, yeah, sometime <laughs> in January, the the dates are all out there. There's a good article on Nerdist that kind of covers it. Uh, they're going to be doing it in two waves, like Dracula and the Mummy will drop on the week of the fifteenth. Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein will uh, be on the sixteenth. And on the 17th, it'll be the Invisible Man, Wolfman, and then Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. (laughs) (laughs) What? That's cool. So, wow. Yeah. So, uh, fun stuff. You know, just uh, 
Like yeah, I'm gonna check that out. Some uh, vintage, vintage movies. Yeah, I haven't seen one of those for a long time, all the way through. <laughs> so I will definitely check those out. I don't know if I even ever saw Dracula. I think I saw Bram Stoker's Dracula. I mean, I know I did, but I didn't see the original Dracula. I know of him and you know the imagery and all that stuff. And yeah, I think he is a quintessential Dracula. Like he just embodies that character. I like that look. That was what I'm saying. You know, when Gary Oldman yeah, did his absolutely. thing. With Bram Stoker's Dracula, I was just like, what the hell is this dude with long hair and, you know, facial hair and hippie glasses? Like, like that's not Dracula. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> YouTube has a lot of great free movies right now. Christmas Vacation just dropped right after Christmas, of course, but still. Oh. They got so many. They got the DS9 documentary, What We Left Behind, which Steve's going to check out as soon as he finishes DS9. Because, yeah, it does have spoilers in it, but... Yeah, if anyone yeah. out there has seen DS9 all the way through or doesn't care about spoilers, like check that documentary out. It's done in a very unique way. I, I got to see it in the theater as part of a, a Fathom event, I believe they call them. So, yeah, a real yeah. treat. But, yeah, they have so much on there. At one time, they had all the Bill and Ted's, except for the third one, of course. Check that out. YouTube, they got everything. But, yeah, Universal Monsters, fantastic. Um, hoping, looks like we're going to get uh, Universal Monsters finally returning but in a different way of course the uh i don't know if anyone saw the invisible man the newest movie uh yes i think blumhouse partnered up with universal you know years back when they did the the mummy with tom cruise it was supposed to start this whole new dark universe i believe and they've they've had many attempts to revive the universal monsters and they've kind of failed but i think looks sounds like i haven't seen it but the uh, invisible man is really a it's a unique way back in, correct, Steve? Yeah, it was an excellent movie. I thought it was great. I know that's on HBO Max, so I got to check that out. From what I hear, they're, they're planning on that approach, I guess, more modernization with the characters. but And they're going to do it for like a low budget, sounds like, which is great. Because, you know, they'll they'll get the money back, most likely. So I, I'm excited. Uh, it, it is difficult to make these monsters scary now because of all the th- stuff we've seen. They haven't really gotten Frankenstein right since the original. You know, I I remember they did the Robert De Niro Frankenstein movie. That was kind of weird. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's just like those characters. I don't know. They're kind of maybe they're too goofy to I don't know. But I love I just love those original characters. And yeah, they might not be as scary, but it's very suspenseful. I find it and brutal oh, kind yeah. of and, too. <laughs> and Boris Karloff, uh, the original Frankenstein. I mean. You know, for its day, mm-hmm. I mean, that was some pretty scary stuff. Yes. Yeah, they didn't have all the... uh other... Yeah, they probably thought oh it was real. God. Oh, my God. That's when it came out. It's creepy, man. Black and white, too. Wow. That really helps make it even more creepy. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I long for their uh, return. Sounds like it's coming soon. Hopefully, they just, you know, do it right and uh, baby steps, if you will. I think they try to just go completely in with the um, the mummy movie you know setting up that universe a lot of interesting factors there i, lo- I love the i loved uh, russell crowe's dr jackal mr hyde i thought that was kind of unique you know he kind of was like the nick fury of these these creatures yeah. if you will that was interesting but i doubt they're going to uh go back to that who knows but yeah that's great about the uh classic monsters too bad it's not like around halloween it, it would be more but yeah, of course, no, they should have done it back then yeah, it hurts the cells of the films if they if they do it during that time right. i get it but still yeah any other recommendations for anybody i have one more that i just thought of so uh sure my my apologies but uh, on netflix uh the queen's gambit 
Ooh, I've heard about that. I don't know if anybody's seen that, but uh, I mean, it's it's about this girl prodigy, like a child prodigy chess player. And it just kind of goes through her life a little bit, um, you know, as an orphan and, and then coming into fame as a, as a, as a very, very good chess player. And uh, it was just something that, you know, I didn't expect to really like mm-hmm. uh, as, you know, as much as I did. And uh, I've already watched it twice now. So really, wow. And it's only one season. I mean, there's no second season. It's a limited series. So it's seven episodes. Wow. And um, just, it was just so well acted. Uh, I, I would check it out. That's great. Uh, is awesome. it? Did you do it twice? Just because there's stuff you miss? Is it kind of like um, it was twice Easter eggs or something? Of, well, it wasn't really Easter eggs. It was well. I, I play chess, and so it was interesting to me the second time around to watch. I was like looking for more of the technical stuff. From oh, sure. Chess and get some pointers. And, <laughs> and yeah, and so well, right, exactly, because uh, uh, nowhere near that good. But uh, yeah, they did. They used actual you know, strategies, um, for, for, for chess and stuff in there. And it was really, uh, it was really pretty neat. And I, I saw it the second time strictly because a, um, the acting is mm-hmm. just so phenomenal. And then, um, yeah, I mean, there was, there's just a lot to catch. And, and then the, the, the main actress who plays the role, I mean, she's just very talented, crazy, yeah. gorgeous. So, yeah. Yeah. She was in, um, the, uh, New Mutants. I didn't catch that one yet. Uh, I don't know if anyone here has seen that movie. It, that, you know, of course, it was had a bunch of behind the scenes issues, and with Disney buying Fox, it was delayed to be released, and finally was. I've heard mixed things, mostly negative, but her character in that preview, well, like that was kind of what brought me to want to see it. So I was just curious if anyone's seen that film. But yeah, I she's hadn't a great seen actress. it. I, I should though. Yeah, she plays some character, and I I don't know who she's who she is. But her eyes glow, and just some of her mannerisms. I was like, oh, this is really cool. Like, I would see the film just to see her character. So, yeah, um, she's a very unique actress. Yes, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Netflix has a lot of great shows, and I've heard about that one. It's based off a series of books, I believe. So, hopefully, uh, do we know if it's been uh, picked up for another season? No, it's uh, it's only meant for just seven episodes total, and that's oh it. really? Okay, yep. That's hey, that's, that's based okay. Off of one book, yep. You don't yep. extend your welcome, so that's that's great. I, I kind of like how things just end that way, and if if there's enough material, then you can go on, but don't force it. You know, like a bunch of filler episodes. Yeah, they <laughs> they told the story, and then and it was over. So nice. it was pretty. It was pretty good, though. I, I recommend it. Fantastic. Anybody else? I watched Bridgerton, and I thought that was good. Oh, I've heard things about that. Yeah, yeah. It's also based off of a series of books. It's a it's a show <laughs> <laughs> about a lady and a man. I mean, it's your <laughs> typical. I just know. I mean, it just. I feel like everything reminds me of Pride and Prejudice, but I mean, it's it's your uh, family who is of well, actually, her family is of well means, and um, of course, everybody needs to marry well. You need to find a good match, and back then, people wanted to marry for love, but often they didn't. Mm-hmm. And so, um, it kind of just talks about how she falls in love with this duke. They were pretending to court each other because there is this uh, gossip newspaper that talks about all of the prominent families in town and it could ruin you. And so she was selected as like the diamond of the season, somebody who's likely to marry. And so in order to get some of these unworthy people that she didn't want to court off of her back, she pretended to court the, the Duke and then they fell in love. 
Oh. And yeah, that's basically the entire show. That's cool. I heard that lead. I think the lead actor is, um, well, he's a lot of people like him. And I've heard, I mean, it's just a rumor, of course, but they're like, oh, maybe he could be the next 007, even though it's probably just um, complete bullshit. I don't know. He's Rude. very soft, complected, <laughs> and maybe he just he just did that because that's the character that he was playing. Right? He's that good so of an actor, just, maybe. Well, he's definitely easy on the eyes. I mean, he's not he's not bad to look at. So I mean, there but he doesn't need to me. Even though Daniel Craig isn't super bulk bulky, I still feel like he would need to bulk up just a little bit more before I could accept him as Bond. Mm. He's got. He's probably got a Pierce Bronson uh, body, maybe. It's kind yes. of scrawny. Yes, perfect, perfect comparison. <laughs> Very hairy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. More to come. More to come. No, that's cool. I've heard about that show. I need to check that out. How about you, Mitch? Anything? <laughs> you know, I would just say uh, I haven't. You know, The Office is off uh, Netflix now, and so is Park and Rec. Yeah. So I've been struggling to. Uh, to find my my uh, reason to live again. Um, <laughs> Just get the Peacock that was always network. My go-to. <laughs> you know, and I, I looked at it, and they were like, Peacock's free. And then I was like, oh, is oh it? great. At the Office, well, it is, but they only have the first two seasons of The Office, uh-huh. and then you have to buy the, uh, the uh, paid version. And then if you want um, to have no commercials, you have to buy the premium Peacock, of course. Uh, which is then 10 bucks. So... Like with Netflix, I didn't have commercials with The Office, so now right. I'm uh, I'm wholeheartedly debating uh, actually going on Amazon and trying to find a Bluetooth or a Blue Ray copy, I should say, yeah, of uh, both Parks and Rec and The Office, uh, just so that I have something to fall back on if I can't find anything good. But I started um, I started rewatching Shit's Creek again. I love that and, show. Uh, That's so good. Yeah, God, it's such a freaking good show, and it's it's one of those things that I think even. As it ages, it's still going to be hilarious because of the family dynamic. Yes. It's so well-written. Right. So I would recommend if you haven't seen it uh, yet, watch it. Or if you've seen it, uh, go back and watch it because it's you're going to pick up on new things that you didn't see before. So, yeah, give that a watch. Yeah, I could easily watch that again. That was, yeah. that was fun to watch, and I was really late to the game. I think a lot of us were. You know, it's been out for a while. What did it end on? Season yeah, I, five or six, I think. Six, I uh, five. I didn't. I didn't actually start watching until season five was out, and then. Oh really? And that's when I realized. Yeah, I was really late to the game, but God, is it hilarious? Yeah, Daniel Levy is very talented. I mean, Eugene Levy's son. You know, it's like wow, big shoes to fill, but mm-hmm. he he's done it on his own, and yeah, I look forward to whatever else he's got coming up, and yes. he's been in some movies, so yeah, I hope we'll see more of him. But yeah, hell of a. Love the show, and if they ever yeah. want to revive it, maybe just do a movie if they don't want to do a whole series run, you know? You right. weren't late to the game, Mitch. You just wanted to wait until all the seasons were out so that you didn't have to wait. Binge yeah, that's, that's true. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Um, there's nothing worse than uh, having to wait for each season to come out. Or, you know, I mean, another one that I'm still waiting on is the third season of uh, The Orville, and it seems like each time that they come out with the season, you have to wait longer and longer for the next one, but uh, yeah, they just started. Like they're getting back to work. Yep, they just started production again, so yeah, everything's starting to get back to normal-ish, sort of, unless there's an outbreak, of course, of the virus, but uh, I know Chris Pratt. Gosh. Chris Hemingworth. Are you oh yeah, the about... original uh, Guardians group is uh, getting back yes. to starting to film. They just flew to Australia yeah. to film Thor: Love and Thunder, yeah. so it'll definitely give us more news to talk about. So, <laughs> you know, everything's kind of halted right now. But well, 
let's get to one of the biggest topics here. Uh, Wonder Woman 84 that premiered Christmas Day on HBO Max. And I think it came to theaters before Christmas Day. I could be wrong. Steve, I know you did see it in the theater. You want to tell us about your experience? Uh, I haven't been to a theater since all this happened, but just your experience and I guess your overall thoughts of the film. For sure. So we saw it twice in the theater. Um, First time it was just Jennifer and I, and then uh, Terrell had wanted to see it. So so we did. And um, the first time was, geez, it was Christmas night. And... The theater was fairly full, uh, the IMAX theater, but, you know, they they had at the theater, you know, social distancing and masks in place. If you wanted to order your concessions, you know, they did that. They kept it all pretty spaced, so it kind of actually took a little bit, little bit of time to do that. For, like, the uh, soda machines and things that you can get yourself, they actually had someone doing that for people, so uh, it was minimizing contact. So that was all, you know, it was, it was nice to see that, that they were taking those kind of precautions for people. And, uh, and then, you know, once, you know, once you got inside, it was, you know, free for all, you can just breathe on whoever you want. Um, but, yeah, excuse me. Um, I haven't been out for but, two weeks. Know, <laughs> right. But you know, that, that, that theater is already set up in a way that's pretty, you're spaced out pretty right. good anyway. Yep. And we didn't have anybody on either side of us. We we typically do that. We will buy tickets to things and buy extra seats so we don't have to sit by anybody. Um, <laughs> I was going to say you bought the road, didn't you? <laughs> I, 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 Get the hell away I, from I, me. <laughs> I do that at the uh, basketball games downtown, too, for the <laughs> Iowa um, Yeah. Wolves, yeah, yeah, I, I do that as well. We'll get a seat <laughs> on either side of us, and it wasn't. And there was no pandemic when that was happening. It's just because I don't want to sit by anybody. Hey, it's, do- it's donations, um, donations to the cause. I can yeah. just imagine. Is uh, anybody seen this? Yep. <laughs> yeah. When are they going to come? They're all here. Fuck off. They are all here. <laughs> this is my Point friend. Get the hell out of my face, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you just lay down on the seats, like, hey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, uh, and then seeing the movie the second time was the same way, except for the fact that the theater wasn't near as full. So sure. it was a, uh, you know, the experience itself was fine. Um, it was really nice to have movie theater popcorn. Um, oh, I bet. Yeah, and and they have really good popcorn there, as as we all know. I pick it up from them. Um, I still get that, but yeah, I don't go I, in. We've done that too a few times. It's awesome we get to go and yeah, I mean, no complaints. But uh, and then the movie itself, um, you know, it's gotten a lot of mixed reviews. Mm-hmm. And it, while I did not think it was as good as the first, I act also thought that there was actually nothing wrong with this movie. You know, I mean, I I, I liked it a lot. Spoilers, slight spoilers. Yeah, we can do that. I think they handled. OK, I, I, I imagine um, most people have either seen it that are going to. And if they you know, if they don't care enough then i'm sure they don't care about spoilers because it's it's rotten it's rotten now so they don't care you know because it came off the tomato meter because (laughs) it was just it was still a fun film yeah and you know it it, and clearly gal Gal gadot can do no wrong yeah um but you know there were things in it that i thought i would you know i was really not looking forward to like the invisible jet Mm mm-hmm I'm like, oh, God, this is going to be stupid. And I actually thought that they did that really well. I did, too. I did, too. You know, I, I was so happily surprised with that piece of it because everything else I was like, you know, it. the movie is what it is. And uh, it's 
you know, I, I can promise you if it just said Marvel on the logo instead of DC. <laughs> the greatest ever. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, I thought it was a good film. I kind of agree with, with Steve. I was going to say it wasn't, it was uh, average, you know, like it just mm. wasn't, it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. No, it's, it wasn't terrible either. So, um, Did- I'm also a big eighties buff though. So, mm-hmm. and I felt like there was a lot of that going on. And everybody knows I'm a big person about dialogue, right? Everybody knows that by now, but I just, it's gotta be, it's gotta be good. I don't like the corniness or I don't like it when you half-ass it because then I feel like you just ruin the whole movie. So. Right. A lot of people say it was kind of done like an eighties film, you know, like, you know, no. well, like they're just saying like the robbers in the mall, let's say they said that was very Richard Donner-esque. Like that was a good compliment, you know, cause it was kind of goofy a little bit. Like the dude in the, the drum bass, like, Ooh, you know things like that but there was a cool you know her with the the girl that was a nice interaction and i thought it was good i thought it was good yeah it was it was lacking and certain things weren't developed fully like there's a lot of questions you know things didn't make sense not to say i was expecting this to win the oscar for best picture this year and or anything but yeah it was even having the oscars yeah 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 actually yeah and i think they're planning on having full attendance so we'll see i don't know I'm kind of okay. done with award shows, honestly. Like, I'm a big Oscars yeah. fan, but I'm really lately just kind of, I just see so much fakeness, if that makes sense, uh, in things. You know, just kind of like, uh, maybe because I'm just getting older. I'm just like, I'm tired. <laughs> this isn't genuine. Fuck off, you know. Like, just give them the awards. You know, I don't care. <laughs> you know, to add to your uh, your statement about the movie, I thought it. I, like Steve, I didn't think that there was much wrong with it. Um, great casting. Pedro Pascal, you know, the a lot of the original comics mm-hmm. back, Kristen Wiig. I don't I don't think the problem was with casting, it was the writing. It seemed like there was a lot of obvious things that you knew was gonna happen. Once they said, Oh, well you have to undo your wish, then I knew Chris Hunt that, you know, he was gonna disappear again, you know, and it's just like a lot of things you could just start saying, oh, yep, this is going to happen. So it was just, mm-hmm. it was easy to tell what was going to go on throughout the movie. The only gripe that I have is at the very beginning, the whole like introducing Wonder Woman into the movie again was really cheesy. The mall, um, you mean? And it wasn't the mall scene. That was terrible. <laughs> that was absolutely atrocious. Like, I, that's not even 80s. That's just atrocious writing and that's atrocious producing. I, it was. But everything else I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, the CGI was cool. Riding, you know, using the the uh, lasso to uh, to ride the lightning that was cool. Mm-hmm. I was a little sad that they kind of just threw away the fact that all of a sudden her her airplane was invisible and then they never did anything with it again. Um, yeah, and I don't know if that's just because there wasn't anything really to do with it. Um, but it just it seemed like there could have been a grander scheme or something built up to that. Well, and um, then yeah, there's a big thing about the. Smithsonian would have fueled up planes, you know, ready to go, like things like that, unless she can make the fuel, like some of that's nitpicking, but some of it is kind of like, yeah, what about that? Like Steve flew planes from the early 1900s. How can he fly a jet now? Yeah. Some of that just, I think you could have fixed that with the writing. I don't know. Maybe the dude he was inside of knew he was a jet pilot. I don't know. That was kind of weird too. Like, you know, you would have with the wish factor, let's say, you know, the rules kept seeming to change, you know, and I think that was one of the biggest problems is like you have some of the wishes 
come out of thin air, right? Like the wall the dude wanted around his compound, whatever, that appeared. But Steve Trevor has to embody someone else's body, which kind of has mixed reactions from a lot of people. Like, yeah, Diana kind of, you know, had her way with him. And <laughs> it's like, that was kind of weird. But, you know, it's kind of like a heaven heaven can't wait. I don't know if you guys ever seen that movie with um, Warren Beatty, but he embodies someone else. So I kind of got that Sounds vibe. Familiar. Yeah, I got that vibe. And just thinking about the movie today, I was like, you know, how does this wish stone know what the person really wants or how does it choose? How what's it choose to take away from people? So I could see once it became Maxwell Lord, you know, that kind of confused me when he would grant someone's wish and he said, then I will take this from you. So I guess him as a stone was actually like staying out loud. I'm going to take your security from you or your profits, whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. I thought the casting was great. Honestly, uh, cheetah, Kristen Wiig, I think she did a, a good job with what she had. I think that that nerd before evil trope needs to kind of end. Uh, she wasn't over the top, but you know, like you've had your Selena Kyle's like Batman Returns. You've had uh, Jamie Foxx in Amazing Spider-Man Two, which is probably the maybe the worst to go with it. But you know, there's always these yeah these people are like goofy and drop things and klutzy, you know, all that stuff. I did think. Wig's portrayal wasn't as, yeah, like I said, over the top. I did like her character. Kind of wish she and Diana knew each other well. It just seemed like everything happened at once, you know? She met Diana, then she wanted to be like her, and Steve showing up, and that was kind of weird. Diana was kind of like, oh, hey, Steve, you're here. Let's just go hang out. And, of course, she could have just been in the clouds like, I don't care how this is happening. I love it. Let's just keep going. I loved his... um explanation or sort of like where he was he said he was in a nice place it, you know it didn't get into like specifics but that was kind of cool he said he was just he was there and then now he's back here and you know they had fun with some of the 80s fashion yeah what about you guys uh, did you guys think cheetah was done well uh, could have been done better well they said that they were going to have a uh, an alternative ending which i don't know if that means mm. the fight scene at the end was going to be different I, I didn't um, I don't think that she overplayed it or underplayed it. I think she did a, a, a mm-hmm. good job of that. But uh, I don't know. I thought she uh, I was kind of worried about the casting of Kristen Wiig because yeah. I'm just not a big fan. <laughs> but I was I thought she did a great job in the movie and because my biggest complaint was would have been you know that she was just so over the top and yeah you know I agree with you. I mean it's kind of a uh, easy go-to to nerd yeah. somebody out but i i also feel like you know when she was finally in that role and her character had kind of shifted i, mean, I actually thought she freaking killed it i yeah. mean i was uh, i was happily surprised with it so yeah i, I guess i didn't get that vibe i but you're not a fan so if you're not a fan then you're always going to be skeptical like i didn't have to see it to confirm that right sense. yeah no i you know i was um i was sh- a little shocked at the casting but i wasn't like oh this is terrible i i thought there was potential for sure and i yeah i just think the writing could have suited her better and obviously the final look i wasn't kind of like cats you know because i've seen what she looks like and i don't know much about her character but i did a little bit of reading after seeing this film and it's like it would have been so much better in my opinion if they just made her the main villain and you could have explored her whole origin and stuff there's like a lot of super interesting things with her character but now she's just this 
I don't know, expert in archaeology, you know, and that's all you really have. And at the end, it's like, well, is Cheetah not coming back? Because everyone got rid of their wish, right? So, and I guess they're going to do another Wonder Woman, and it's just going to complete the trilogy. So, I, you know, they don't, unfortunately, WB doesn't seem to be able to continue their villains, you know, like Marvel does, if you know what I mean. I mean, Marvel doesn't do great with their villains either, but at least they'll pop up again here and there. They're not all killed off or taken away. Um, I was just kind of bummed about that. And of course, that goes with Maxwell Lord, too. Steve, you're, are you familiar with these characters outside of this movie? I am. Yeah. So, I mean, Cheetah has uh, could have definitely held her own as the, the only villain. Yeah, the first major story arc of Wonder Woman Rebirth uh, a few years ago in 2016 really showcased the Cheetah character well. And I'm like, ah, geez, you know, you could have made that a movie mm-hmm. and it would have been pretty sweet. And Maxwell Lord, he's been around the comics for a very long time. Probably, I want to say a good 30 some years, maybe. He was played a little bit differently in this uh, than than he was in the DC universe. But yeah. uh, they, they kind of went their own way and that's okay. I, yeah. I like the Maxwell Lord from the comics a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but it was, you know, it was, still wasn't anything that distracted me too bad. Yeah, everything's just so one and, and you done. know me, yeah. I'm a total bitch. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything's just so one and done with these characters. I, I think that's what I don't like about it, you know? It's like... I right. like the I like these two these characters to come about and then you get to see them again throughout uh, other movies or whatever. But yeah, they're all kind of done with. And Maxwell Lord had a son. I don't know if he did in the comics. That was like the only factor that kind of brought him back to reality. I guess the son just kind of appeared out of nowhere. You know, he'd show up and then he would leave, and it's like, where's his mom? Like, right. just questions. But it was interesting. They they chose like the Wolf of Wall Street type of character for him. You know, kind of like. Um, you know, he's just fake, like his oil, his oil properties have dried up. Like there's, there's no wealth there and he's just on the verge of losing everything pretty much. So you, you got how he's hungry for power. It would have been interesting if um, the God in that crystal, because I think that's what happened, right? The, the, there was a God that could grant wishes in the past and he made mm-hmm. a crystal or whatever, like, you know, cause she, she battled um, Ares. Is that right? In the first one? Can't remember. Yes. Yeah. It would have been very repetitive, but maybe it would have been cool for her to battle that god at the end. You know, he came out of Maxwell Lord, or Maxwell Lord became that god. Kind of did when he absorbed that crystal, if you will. I did enjoy his, I guess his body kind of falling apart, like it couldn't handle, it couldn't handle what right. he had inside of him. Uh, I definitely love the casting, Pedro Pascal. I, like I said, you know, I have some issues uh, with what you know what they did with the characters, but. You know, the acting was great. It wasn't, it didn't let me down. Um, action was really spaced out, you know, but when it happened, it was yeah. great. And they did away with their shield and sword. I think that was a choice. Like they wanted to be more kid friendly. That's why she's using the lasso for everything. Some people complain it's very much like Spider Man. I, I see that, you know. I was like, how long is this lasso? Jesus, it can like go. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's in the comics. I don't know. You know, can well, it's magic. So yeah. I mean, it can be as long do as do whatever you want. To. Yeah, right. Yeah, her and Steve's scene was great. The last scene they had together, I I really thought yeah. that was the most heartbreaking thing about the whole movie. You know, that really worked for me. Like them saying goodbye. You know, he's like he's like I'm already gone because I you know I died ages ago and and as she takes back her wish or she heals and she starts run. I love her running. You know, that's a cool, powerful. Um, 
scene there. Like all that was great. Her learning to fly, I thought was cool, but then I'm like, it's very Superman like, like, you know, uh, you know, if you go back to Man of Steel, it's like um <laughs> people act like they've never seen something before like this, and now it's like, well, Wonder Woman took place before. Obviously, I know they didn't do this movie before that. But then yeah. there's there's a lot of confusion about is this really a DCEU film or is it on its own? Because it's a, a little different than she stepped away from mankind for a hundred years. You know, if you look at Batman v Superman, so you got that issue with canon, and that's going to happen. It happens with like everything. You know, it's really hard to keep things in order unless you're actually working with them in order. But I did love um, seeing all her um, pictures around her apartment. You kind of got an idea of what happened to the other characters. Obviously, this was years later, so they were most likely gone. But you got to see her with, uh, I guess, uh, you know, the team they worked with in Wonder Woman, the the troops. Uh, I mean, yeah, kind of like their um, the Howling Commandos. Yeah, it was like her version of that. And maybe in the comics, there's actually a name for them. Forgive me. You know, you got to see Steve's watch. You got to see that move when she made that wish, which was a silent wish. So I, I just, I think that's one thing that didn't make sense to me. Like, why did he embody someone else? You know, did did you guys have trouble with that compared to? Other people's wishes just coming out of nowhere. I, I had questions about it, but it didn't bother me. Mm. I mean, it was, mm. you know, for me, it's like I'm not watching, uh, you know, I'm not watching an Academy Award winning film. <laughs> right, yeah. And this film is not setting out to change anyone's lives. You right. know, setting out to just entertain. And so sure, sure. in that spirit, it didn't bother me at all. I love the uh, Golden Age armor. I thought that was cool in action with Cheetah. I think that's what it's called, right? Golden Age armor, Steve? Or am yep. I? Okay. They kind of set that up in the beginning. Uh, they had their little Olympics on their mascara, and uh, that was a cool scene, I thought. It had really two introduction scenes to this movie. But I did like to see Robin Wright. That was nice. It was a treat because, you know, she died in the first one. Bummer, but it was nice to see her back just for a very short cameo, if you will. But, yeah, it did set up that golden age, and I didn't even think about it at the end. The cameo from uh, Linda Carter she, you know, because she said she is, um, oh shit, do you remember her name? <laughs> I should have wrote this down. Anyway, she's the yeah. she's the Amazon that basically sacrificed herself in that armor to uh, fend off all the all the men, you know, when they were trying right. to separate. And so that was just kind of like forgotten about in a way. And then yeah, that cameo at the end, like, what did you guys think of that cameo with the original Wonder Woman? Yeah, it was I cool. thought it was amazing. Yeah. That was cool. She caught that beam. She's like, I've been doing My this My wife a long actually time. gasped. Yeah. Yeah. Hysteria. Okay. Yep. I And I didn't even, when she said that name, I'm like, that's so out of nowhere. But then I watched the movie again. I'm like, oh, yeah, duh. That's the character from the beginning. Like, oh, that makes total sense. That's cool. She's still <laughs> she's still around doing her thing. And yeah, that was a treat to see her because I think a lot of us wanted to see her in the first one. I wanted her to play the mom, but I, you know, I, I do like what they chose instead. But that was really cool. Pay that uh, homage to her. Yeah, overall, um, I didn't think it was a solid, as solid as the first film. Uh, casting was great. Yeah, like I said, the writing needed a little bit more imagination for my taste. Um, maybe a few more drafts, you know, to, to clear up a few things. But it's definitely not the worst DCEU film. Some people are saying that. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. That's, I don't think so. I think Suicide Squad's still the worst film. <laughs> and I don't hate that film entirely, <laughs> but... It's a mess, and this isn't a mess to me. It's just, um, I mean, you can say it's a throwback 
you know, to superhero films before they kind of got into this um, more popular formula, I guess you could say, that Marvel started. You know, I think that's you want to just be entertained by these films. And yeah, if you turn your brain off, there's really no issues, probably, except for it. it's, you know, a, a long wait time between Diana and, and Wonder Woman coming on screen. But, you know, the old Batman films are kind of that way, too. He wouldn't show up all the time. So certainly not a terrible film. It's just um, just found it lacking. But I'm sure the, the third one will be much better. And maybe they'll, they'll you know, fix what uh, people didn't like about this one or not. But, yeah, I love seeing Chris Pine back. He did great as Steve Trevor. He really just a great actor. It's nice to see him just showcase his talents. And, and they have good chemistry together, too, as a pair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they do. That scene where Diana gets back from the mall sequence in her apartment, she's just walking around in her Wonder Woman gear, and they had the yeah. radio, the radio playing the news about what she did, and like that was a cool throwback to me. I don't know, it just felt, it felt very like it would have been cool to see in a Batman film, Batman doing that maybe, you know. But right. I liked, I liked it either way. It doesn't matter which hero you choose it for. But I also just find it hard to believe she was like waiting she was lonely all those years like she didn't meet anyone else but you know like i'm saying it's nit nitpicking it doesn't mean the film's terrible at all to me you know it's just you know i think just wanted a little bit more explanation maybe it'll be a director's cut i don't know but i'll watch it again maybe uh maybe i'm just being over dramatical about uh, my thoughts on it yeah i still think it's a good movie it's just a little predictable yeah, it's just simple. It's a simple film, I guess, you know, if yeah. you think about it. The first one, you didn't really know what was happening. You kind of got a gist of things, but there was some there's some twist, right? And this one not too much. I like, I like the uh I like the historical stuff that they threw into the first one. It kind of helped to uh, put yeah. a a little spin on things, you know, and I was hoping that they'd do that kind of with the 80s, but I guess, you know, there wasn't much really going on in the eighties except for, you know, the flock of seagulls here do. <laughs> well, we still had the cold war. Right. I mean, well, yeah, but, I mean, everybody forgets about the cold war. And <laughs> so, yeah. Not if you like Tom Hanks, he was in a whole movie about that. That's right. I forgot about that. Right. I didn't see that. Tom Hanks likes to go to war. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Matt Damon likes to be saved. <laughs> That's also very truthful. You know? <laughs> and then every once in a while, Tom Hanks does a feel-good movie to make you feel good about him going to war. So, it comes full circle. What's your next film about? I'm World War II. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> Didn't you already do that? What about the one after yeah, that? But... Uh, World War II. Okay. <laughs> Didn't you already do that? Well, I, I just liked it so much, and I had some unfinished business. So I had to go back. <laughs> It's a sequel. Oh, you're saying it's a sequel? They're all sequels to the original character in Private Ryan? Oh, my God. <laughs> the day that they do a remake of Saving Private Ryan is the day I stop going to movies. No, they, you can't remake that. That's that's a classic. That's a classic. He's already been saved. You can't save him anymore. <laughs> I'm back. Well, there was Castaway, and he needed to be saved in that. So, you know, every mm. once in a while, he also. By the way. For Matt Damon. I don't know if you've seen John Campia's Trailers, A Love Story. It's really good uh, independent fan film. But they talk about a lot of the trailers that gave things away. And that's like the highest one. Because, yeah, you know he gets back to 
United States. He gets off that island, basically, in the trailer. Castaway? Yes, you already know it. And it's just like, yeah, what the hell are we here for then? You know, it's like... Well... <laughs> I so still like the film. It's a really good movie. It's good, it's yeah. Really good that plane crash scene was, yeah. oh my god, it's traumatic. But yeah, it just like Which why was the same way. I mean, why the hell would you, you give that away? Happen there. You never would imagine yourself crying about a volleyball in your entire life until you saw that movie. Yeah, I yeah, I I, I could relate. I'm I'm very sentimental, so you know, not to a ball. Let's not be silly here. You know they had to make that ball PG, right? I mean. <laughs> He's on the day how he's on that island how many days and he doesn't oh, throw a hole through. <laughs> Thank you for corrupting my mind. You know that I ne- I never thought of that until now. Thank you for that. <laughs> now you know why he cries Wilson so the bad. The air hole is too small. <laughs> Wilson. Let's ask a real question. What was in that package he never opened? I think it's a satellite phone. That's what I think. That could have just oh, ended the movie. <laughs> Oh, fun stuff. Well, let's get on to trailers. Uh, Coming to America 2, let's say. Uh, What did you guys think? First off, are you fans of the original film? Oh, yeah. I don't know if I'm a fan, but I I enjoyed it. Like, I I grew up watching it, so yeah. Yeah, I loved it. What did you guys think of the trailer? I know it's uh, it's been a long time (laughs) since the first one. I'm glad to see that Eddie Murphy still has his wits about him because mm-hmm. I did find myself laughing in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I also was very unaware that this was a um, mockumentary of his life, like his real life. Oh, because of the child? The uh, Okay, so if it was made like when Eddie Murphy was still making, you know, those Beverly Hill Cop movies. Mm-hmm. Like the it, 80s. I think, it, yeah, it feels like, okay, I got to make money. Um, okay, what have I done in the past to do really well? Um, you did The Nutty Professor really well. Let's add some of those features into it. And it's just like, I know that he played, didn't he, in Coming to America, the original, didn't he play like another character? Yeah. Oh, he played several. He dressed up and, mm-hmm. okay, okay. So maybe that isn't, maybe that isn't new. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen that movie. It just, it, I don't know. I don't think he's ever stopped being funny, honestly. I think he just tried to choose more serious roles, but he did that. Uh, Dolomite movie. I think that was about a year ago. I've heard that's really good. Yeah, I've heard I, Dolomite's really. I didn't good. finish it, but I did start watching it, and I thought it was pretty damn cool. And uh, the director of that is directing this, and so they have a good, you know, uh, work relationship. Did you see that one, Steve Dolomite? I never did. No, it's on Netflix, I believe. Yeah, so Mitch, you weren't too happy with the trailer. Uh I want to see another one before I make a decision. Right, it's just a teaser, probably. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was. I mean, it, I thought it was funny. Um, mm-hmm. It looks like they're really relying on a lot of the same old stuff. Yeah, you know. So uh, you know, I'm the jury's out on. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to judge it just on the trailer because you can never do that to a movie. But you know, bringing back a lot of the old characters that uh, him and Arsenio both played, and you know that sort of thing. I just. I'm I'm hoping the story attaches itself well to mm-hmm. those old gags. Yeah, if right. That makes any sense. Yep, it's not just fan service, you know, like impress. Right. Yeah, totally get that. Yeah, I love those characters. Don't get me wrong, but some of them shouldn't be around anymore because those barbers were like super old then. <laughs> you know, they were 800 back then. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, what is the deal? Are they drinking like you know uh, smoothies or something? Or <laughs> that's my only problem is like. Everyone looks the same, you know, and I think they're obviously they're trying to 
you know, capture that that look from the original. Uh, I'm I'm thrilled to see everyone back. I really am. I think James Earl Jones looks great. You know, he's in his yeah. 80s now and um, looks like I think the mom played his mom in real life. Uh, uh, Eddie Murphy's mom, she passed. And so it looks like she's not in the picture. But they brought his original wife back, which, uh, you know, I think she's done a few things. But it's just nice that they didn't just try to recast with the big name. You know, I like how they actually grab these people. And I think we're going to see everybody. Um, but if they haven't really changed much, it's, yeah, it's very like, well, we're just going to rely on old tropes here, you know. And right. that'll, I mean, it'll be entertaining. But story-wise, it's not going to be strong i think and the whole you have a son thing i think it's been overdone but we'll see uh it doesn't make a lot of sense i was talking to megan before we, we recorded you know like did he and his wife have a separation thing or did he actually father this child before he met her and that child just happened to move to america you know because the first movie that's his first time in america from my memory Maybe it's COVID fatigue because I live in my house all day long and I don't socialize with other beings, but you know, I'm ready. Give me a blast from the past because I'm, 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 I'm pumped. I'm excited for this. It might be stupid. I don't care. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's what we need. It'll just be a rehash sequel. Yeah. Kind of like, kind of like Blues Brothers 2000. You know, they just used the old gimmicks. They didn't really change things. Yeah, I mean, I hope it's better than that. I think it will be. I think there's a lot on the line, sort of. You know, I think Eddie Murphy wants to make more projects, and each success will get him closer to doing other things. I think he wants to do another Beverly Hills Cop, which I'm I'm for. I think that would be really, really cool. Um, but yeah, Coming to America was like, I think that was his first first film where he, he uh, played other characters in makeup, and the makeup's fantastic. It looks just as good, or I mean, better even. Reggie, is it Reggie Watson? Sexual chocolate? He still looks the same. Yeah. yeah. That's my only problem is like, these characters look the same. Like, we'll go with you if you change them up a little bit. You know, it's not like, I wonder if Eric LaSalle's in this. I'm sure a lot of people are coming back. But yeah, it's just a teaser trailer. I hope it's good. You know, it kind of left me wanting more, you know, expected more. But we'll see. It's um, obviously I'll check it out. It's going to be on Amazon. I'm not sure if we have to pay for it or it's just offered to us. Well, let's, let's get into games. Cyberpunk, Steve, tell us about it. Yeah, so Cyberpunk's kind of a fun, uh, open-world, futuristic, uh, you know, dystopia-type um, universe adventure. I only wanted to bring it up because, you know, I, this game got so... Well, it's been hyped up for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been making it since, you know, like 1973. And... Um, <laughs> Burt Reynolds. The, uh, yeah, exactly. And uh, <laughs> um, they, uh, you know, so when it came out, you know, it had some bugs and glitches attached to it that, you know, were so, it was taken so seriously even by the company that made the game that they issued refunds. Yeah, for, I heard about people that. people who bought the game. You know, so yeah, even if you bought a digital copy, you know, they'd give you a refund and then you weren't able to play that digital copy anymore. Which is funny to me because it, it kind of showed me how much people were just bitching for the sake of bitching because <laughs> when they took the game away from their system, they were pissed. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was like, you know, but I thought you hated this game with, you know, an undying passion, <laughs> usually reserved for Hitler or my ex-wife, you know, and so, 
it was just <laughs> it was just funny to me that that was the case. Now, I've been playing it since week two, and of launch, and they've had three or four patches already, and these are big, giant. I mean, we're talking like twelve to fifteen gigabyte patches. Wow. Um. Yeah, they're huge, and so, but I'm gonna be honest. I've yet to play the game and have a glitch. I really appreciate you saying that only because I uh, haven't purchased the game solely because of the feedback that was given about how it was glitchy. Yeah. So I, 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 yet, I played it for hours and hours and I haven't had one single glitch yet. Nothing's frozen. Nothing. You know, I mean, it, to me, it's a really, really fun, deep, involved game. It's like, right. uh, Except, uh, it's, is it like the first thing I'm going to do? Yeah. <laughs> Is it like, uh, yeah, that's a. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason why I want it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, imagine being a kid and, con- and having to convince your parents that you want this game. They probably don't and even know that that's a thing you can do. No, but eventually one kid's parents going to walk in, going to see him doing that stuff, and they're going to go, what the hell? <laughs> you know? I mean, how do you explain to your parents, oh, it's just a video game. Tommy, quit <laughs> playing with your dinghy. Mom. is a game like grand theft auto on level 20 i mean is it just amped up like craziness or yeah i mean it's kind of like that i mean it's it's open world um you know you're in in and out of vehicles and you know you're doing a lot of um you know there's a lot of combat but you know so far i've just been doing missions i haven't really gone out and just explored for the sake of exploring you know i'm just kind of following the story and uh you know, I like to build up the character first before mm-hmm. I go out and uh, start attacking randos. But it's a, uh, it's been pretty, it's it's pretty fun game, man. I mean, it, it's visually appealing. It's uh, it's got really good solid controls and. You know what it kind of reminds great. me of? Do you guys remember that movie? I think Will Smith was in it. It was like a post-apocalyptic movie, and they kind of wore, like I feel like some of the outfits that get worn. In that game, and you you could like trade items. That was that I am was it a Will Smith or... movie? No, I swear it was a Will oh, Smith movie. Oh, you think about the Matt Damon film by any chance? Where he had like that um, gear on? No, I'll look for it and then I'll send it out. But that's I don't know. Well, Keanu Reeves is so, in this, right? Is he like the bad guy? Is that is that correct? Yeah, he's got a voice. He's got an acting part in it, and you know, which I think is cool too. I just, I just think you know. This is just another one of those things that just fell into unnecessary hate. I yeah. Mean, yep. Now that said, that said, I mean, I'm on a console, right? True. Yeah. So I'm playing it on the Xbox One, and so if if you know if there are true issues like from the PC and that sort of thing, then fine. But you know, people on the consoles are wanting their refunds and all this, and they're getting them. And I've been playing on the console and haven't had a problem. So I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. You know. It, and and I'm a 51 year old man. I mean, if there, if anyone's <laughs> going to have a problem with a video game, yeah. it's probably going to be an old guy, right? Where's Mario? <laughs> right, exactly. You know, and mm-hmm. it's uh, yeah, it's been a real fun game to play. So well, thanks for clearing it up because yeah, it's just been weird. Like I've heard about the the refunds and people not getting the game back or something, being outraged by that. But then I go to the store and they're selling the game. I'm like, I don't understand what's going on here. You know, I've seen some YouTube videos on it looks really cool some of the mechanics are not like some of the damage you can do to a car with stuff is not accurate compared to like grand theft auto 
But that could be I did see that. be a bug thing. I don't know, but it still looks fun. Like, yeah, you can enhance things and the cars look badass and it just oh, it just too. looks like an amped up Grand Theft Auto to me. Like I think I would really dig this game. When it comes to like enhancements, is it kind of like Grand Theft Auto with cars? Like you just take your body to a shop and you just choose certain things, or is it from the get go you just can choose? It's not from the get go that you can choose. It's it's kind of as you go along. So, so you have to get like money probably to do it, right? From your jobs. Yeah, you have to yeah. earn. Yeah, you have to earn stuff, and and which is you know which is great, and the the story is a lot of fun and. And the designs of everything is just really super cool. Sure. You know, I, I love the I love the look of this game. Do you play on 4K? Do you have a 4K TV? I don't. Oh, okay. I just heard that um, I, I work with a guy who actually has a PS5 and has a 4K TV, and he loves it. Uh, he says it's really, like, it's just, it feels like you're in it. Just the yeah. colors. The colors That's about it vibrant. are really. Yeah. yeah. It looks And nice. I wondered how that would look on just a normal you know, TV, if it's still very vibrant. Yeah. And I have a super nice TV. I mean, it's not 4k, but I mean, it's right. still a new TV and it's a uh, curve. It does. It looks great. I, I've got a um, Samsung curve. Nice. On a screen. And, um, yeah, I, it, it looks phenomenal. How is that for gaming? The curve TV? Is it better than just a flat screen? Do you think? <sighs> if I, I have a choice, I will never buy anything but a curve TV. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I have a I have a curved monitor and I love it. So I could just only imagine the TV being a lot better. It's great. It's easy on the eyes, right? Like you don't have to really look over too yeah, much. Yeah, it is, yeah. and it's not so curved, obviously. Yeah. That, you <laughs> it's know, not like you. <laughs> yeah, you have to right <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, put your head inside it of is, it. Is, I love it. I, I think it's really cool. <laughs> I've been playing a lot of. It's a super old game. I mean, it came out in 2016, but a lot of Dead by Daylight. I'm obsessed with that game. I don't know why. Is that it's, a vampire uh, game? No. Oh, it okay. does feature... If you're into horror, though, I mean, it is it is a horror game. It does feature a lot of those um, those characters. So, Michael Myers. Um, you can play some of the stranger characters if you buy the add-on for it. Okay. Um, you can even be in Hawkins, the Hawkins Lavatory. But it's... I mean, Damn. the whole concept of the game is multiplayer. And, you know, if you're a survivor, all you have to do is go around and try to fix these generators before getting caught by, you know, one of the, the killers that's out there. But it's like, Sweet. I don't know. I just find it super fascinating. I never heard of that game. Wow. I'm behind. I don't know. I'm really I snap about it all the time. You can ask Steve. I'm sure he gets annoyed. <laughs> we need some game videos from you guys put on the YouTube channel. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'm I'm really out of practice with some of those games. Like, like I said, I just like Grand Theft Auto. Just get in a car and drive around. <laughs> relieve some stress (laughs) this game actually taught me so i was always really bad at the the joysticks right like i hate the joints how do you say it joystick i don't know i was always really bad at it but this game has actually taught me how to use them Sweet. so now i'm better at other games that require them because i used to just use the arrow pad oh yeah i know what you're saying yeah yeah is this what system is this with it's cross-platform, but I play on PS5, so you can do Xbox, PC. Uh, I think even Nintendo Switch has it. Oh, cool, uh, cool. Yeah, I'm glad you cleared that up about Cyberpunk, because, yeah, it looks interesting to me. And, yeah, of course, you just hear the bad news pretty much, you know? And, yeah, if it's a PC issue mainly, it's like, make that your headline. You don't just try to shit on the game entirely, you know? Right, people, exactly. You know, people worked hard, just like with movies and everything else, you know? It's just get a fair criticism on things you know going back to wonder woman when it was 
falling off the tomato meter. I was like, I don't give a shit about the Rotten Tomato meter. Like, they're wrong a lot. So, like, of course, people will pay, will pay attention to that and shit on the film, you know, or game per se. Yeah, uh, since we're in gaming, sort of, what are you guys' thoughts on uh, the casting of uh, Oscar Isaac as a Solid Snake for uh, the Metal Gear Solid movie? Oh, man, that's a good game. I don't know what to think. It could go really well or it could go really bad, and I worry that because they're doing a a game-to-movie, as we know how the history of that stuff goes, Mm -hmm. uh, never goes very well. So, you know, great actor. I'll... I can't wait to see the trailer. I'm excited for it. I, I love the video game series. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've I played it a lot through the years, and, and which is right. You know, I mean, translation to video games from video games to film has always got a, a stigma attached to it. Mm-hmm. Metal Gear is one that I'm hoping they can pull off just because of the type of game that it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, we see a lot of, you know, like, spy stealth type movies and stuff and you know if they could just do it right you know like mitch said i think it i think it'd be pretty good um the first one has to be the brother though you can't you can't because some of these characters that they have in there are really like far out there like vamp and and those guys so you got to do something that's really grounded um to start off with the originals yeah yeah yeah, I think that's could be an issue. Like, if you're trying to put too much in, you know, I think less is more, and it probably could keep the budget down a little bit, and then you can just have more films after that and introduce other characters. There's there's so many, you know. I, I don't want them to just uh, jump the gun and try to throw them all in one movie. You know, that would be just an overload, you know, and it could fail easily. And, you know, it's kind of a concept that's been tackled before, like Escape from New York, you know. It has a lot of those type of vibes to it. Um, but yeah, why do you guys think it's so hard to adapt uh, video games to films? I know we've had success recently with uh, Sonic, but that's a little different than uh, Metal Gear. I just think studios are morons. I mean, if they would <laughs> yeah. if they would stick closer to the video game source material as opposed to trying to Warner Brothers it up, yeah. then I, I think you could see more success. But I mean, you don't because it's just strictly a... Uh, I'm just not big on movie studios and the ego-driven politics that are involved with that. Yeah, they just don't seem to understand what people want. I mean, watching these games, like, I would put everyone in charge uh, of a film adaptation easily because that's how you're going to get the uh, spirit of the game, in my opinion. But, of course, you know, they got to hire all these other people and put their own stamp on it and... They probably aren't even fans of it, so they're not going to really be that invested. You know, it's just a paycheck, if you will, paint-by-numbers type of film. Assassin's Creed was, like, very hyped up, wasn't it? And it just kind of didn't even try hard to uh, <laughs> give you what you wanted. I didn't see it. Well, I think I saw it, and I didn't think it was terrible. I mean, there's a lot of different stories for that concept, so I guess, you know, you could easily just create a new story like they did. I think uh, starting out, you probably want to give people what they truly want, and then you can go into more other ideas, you know, something fresh, brand new. But um, Well, they need to figure out what the what computer game, or like these video gamers want in the movie, you mm-hmm. know, because these cutaway scenes are, are good enough to be movies, you know, if they had live action people right. doing it. So Yeah, the setup um, scenes are great, yep. Everything. Right, right. Um, yeah, just make it be like them trying to make Call of Duty, 
mm-hmm. a movie, you know? Right. It's just a war. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Megan? <laughs> are you familiar with that. Metal Gear Solid? No. Mm-mm. No. Not at all. Nope. But you like Oscar Isaacs, right? What's that? Oscar Isaacs. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Oscar Isaacs? Uh, nope. No. Who's that? He's an actor. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know who he is either. What? Sorry. What? He's a human. He's a human. He's a human. He's he a human. On Earth. They've cast a human a as a solid snake. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> they used his DNA to make a movie. Oh. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> no, not like that DNA. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even go oh, there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> a Ron Jeremy production. Yeah. Um, right. He's that jail? guy's going away I, forever. I was yeah. going to say, I think he's in jail. Yeah. The hedgehog's yeah. gone forever. He's filming. I remember when he used to be a celebrity of sorts, mm. and now we just know he's a nasty old man. I always thought that, though. <laughs> he was. Wasn't a good father. Yeah, nobody ever grows up going, God, I want to be like Ron Jeremy, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Hey, you know, RIP. Even with all the ladies, you know? (laughs) Yeah. He's changing the dynamic now. (laughs) But yeah, uh, Metal Gear, man, it looks... I'm excited to see a film adaptation, hopefully. Oscar Isaac's not one I would choose, but man, he can definitely grow some facial hair, so... uh, I have to Google him, because I don't know. I think you'll know once you see him. He's just not familiar with his name, probably. But wasn't he in? Uh, he was also in the Star Wars. Wasn't he? Oh, yeah, Poe played Poe. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. Poe Dameron. Great actor, great actor. So yeah, I think he could pull it I mean, off. Short guy. Isn't uh, though? Isn't Solid Snake? Doesn't Solid? I haven't. I uh, haven't known of the franchise for a while, or you know, followed it. Uh, Solid Snake has a twin brother, correct? Yeah, uh, Solid Snake, and then you've got. Uh... Then you got Big Boss, which is like the DNA that they use to create the clones. So yeah, it's it's quite an intensive. It's it's basically a program to make the super soldier, mm. and his twin tries to like take down the U.S. government and like expose all this stuff. Uh, I and see. Then, as Solid Snake, you're branded by the government to go stop your twin. Is this basically. twin? Is this a cloned twin or an actual twin? Well. That's that's the hard part is that I think it's just a, a clone twin. So they use the DNA just gotcha. to split and create. They try to create the perfect soldier. Right, right. Um, and that's, that's cool, the though. DNA that they use from Big Boss. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a really intense, well thought out plot. It's actually a bigger, bigger part anyway. It's not just Solid Snake. Like he's going to be like acting up against himself. Like I think that'd be kind of cool well, to see. And that's, that's the other thing is like, how are you going to equate that movie because you've got Kodak, right? Like every once in a while, you need to talk to your weapon specialist. You need to talk to your oh right, uh, your colonel, right. your mm-hmm. medic, and all that stuff. So how are they going to like during a fight scene? Because every once in a while, like during a fight scene or something like that, I needed to talk to my colonel. I mean, are they going to stop the action sequence and like, oh shit, I better use Kodak, you know, and and uh, and talk? So that's going to be really interesting how they try to figure that out. Probably just be in his ear, and then there's like maybe a hologram projection, and he can. Choose yeah, because you kind of you, you kind of almost have a bond feel to it a little bit because you've also got a doctor. Um, oh and, yeah, or not the the uh, the kind of the weapon specialist mm-hmm. that kind of or I can't remember what his name is. It's not Otto, but he follows you around. And then depending on if you save the girl at the end or if you let her die is what you like get a bonus with. So either you get unlimited ammo or you get a cloak. 
um, to walk around the entire game invisible. Yeah, they'll have to change the things. Game. Unless he's in a game. <laughs> Maybe that's what they'll do. Yeah. He'll just be in a virtual reality game. Uh, Nintendo Switch simulation, if you will, and you have to go around killing yeah. these people. Like yeah. Total Recall? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's early early stages of development. But uh, yeah, Mitch, you wanted to talk about um, Robert Downey Jr. with Thrawn. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, so apparently the uh, Robert Downey Jr., you know, obviously he did his, his first movie out of Marvel and, and uh, it didn't do as well as he had hoped. So now there's always been this, this talk and rumor that, uh, that he wants to get back into the Marvel universe or back working with the people that uh, kind of bolstered his career. And the latest uh, news coming out of that is that he's uh, working with Favreau to get into the Mandalorian in some, in some way or fashion, or even the star Wars lore. So the word is that, uh, and I can't remember, it's General something. Um, Admiral Thrawn. Ah, Admiral Thrawn, thank you. Blue, he's, he's a blue a, dude. A blue, <laughs> yeah, he's a blue figure, and uh, apparently, and, and I apologize for a lot of fans of uh, Star Wars, I'm not as fanatical as some, um, but apparently he has a major role in the universe and is uh, quite the badass. So he wears a, a, a white suit and uh, has like dark blue hair and is blue. And has red eyes, right? I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know much about. It. I mean, there's all speculation at this point, mm-hmm. and and who knows? Of course, you know, it's just rumor. Yeah. News, yeah, and a lot of this news that's coming out right now, it seems like they're just trying to to make up stuff, almost to a varying degree. Of course. Yeah. Um, you know, just to keep people talking about movies, uh, obviously with Pedro Pascal and mm-hmm. you know his infighting with. With the Mandalorian and him walking off the set, I'm like, how is that possible? This guy's Which none of it was true. Yeah. No, no. Like everybody's like, and and uh, that Drama. woman, that Carla lady, you know, everybody's trying to cancel her out of the move, out of the show, and I'm like, no, nah, she's too big of a character. Everybody loves her. You know, it's just it's a slow news day, and unfortunately, it's taking its toll on the actors that are in the show. But just whatever um, sticks, you know, they'll yeah, go with. Yeah. You know. it's, like stop man just just give us good news that's all i want to hear is good news right but uh but yeah it sounds like he may have a role possibly coming up which would be awesome i could see you know if the uh i could see a real like intricate dialogue given to robert downey jr and him doing really well with it so yeah i don't think i've ever seen him play a bad guy though have you u.s marshals i don't that's that's my only concern is that you know thrawn is not one with redeeming qualities you know, he's a bad guy. Right. Yeah. Strictly. And, and you wouldn't so, want them to you know, change the character for him either. Exactly. Yeah. Cracking jokes yeah. and <laughs> drinking martinis and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, I could see him being a very, a very um, smoothie kind of guy where it seems like he's doing you a favor, but then, you know, turns around and does something completely opposite. Um, I don't know. I thought the bad guy in the first two seasons were really good. Mm-hmm. Um, played by the guy that was in uh, Breaking Bad. Well, I think he might be for more of the uh, Sogatana show because she asked where he was in this latest season. So I'm wondering if that's going to be her main bad she has to go up against. I could be wrong. Could be the Mandalorian. They have a lot of shows coming through the pipeline. I'm not totally against Robert Downey Jr. being cast. And yeah, it might just be a total BS rumor, but it's still fun to kind of play with. Like, what if, you know, we don't know. Yeah. We're not, we're not and there. We've and we've got the Boba Fett stuff coming through too. So, Oh yeah. The book of Boba new... Fett. Yep. That looks yeah. really good. Yeah. There's a lot of great stuff coming, coming down. And, 
yeah, uh, Robert Downey Jr., I, maybe they would go with him. I don't know. A lot of people are like, Benjamin Cumberbatch, you should get him. I don't know. I don't know what they'll do. I, I, I could see Benjamin doing a better job. I don't know. I think he could have more of a presence. Um, he can really play a good villain, I think. And the look, I think he would be, he'd have a better look with the, the makeup, if you will. Yes. Do you like the idea of Robert Downey Jr., Steve? As long as they don't make him smarmy, yeah. Yeah. Probably have to be on stilts, but <laughs> he's really short. Clink, 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 clink. It's like Thrawn wears heels. What the hell's going on? Do you have any thoughts about Thrawn, <laughs> Megan? Are you into Star no, Wars? Uh, no. <laughs> she likes Robert Downey Jr., I think. <laughs> I do, though. Yes. I do like him. Yes. Well, quick reminder, WandaVision is premiering on the 15th yeah. next week. Two-episode premiere. That'll be on a Friday. And then episode three will follow the week after that and so on. So it will be eventually week by week. I'm looking forward to that a lot and talking to you guys about your thoughts on it. Do you guys like it all to be all the episodes come out at once or do you like it? I know we've done this before, but some are doing them like weekly and uh, I kind of like that. I don't know. It just feels like everyone has a chance to catch up before you get all these spoilers, you know, like the, what the I Mandalorian like does. When Cobra Kai dropped, I was kind of hoping they'd do that, but I still like enjoyed binging it. But the problem is you have to get right on it, you know, with our culture now, the internet, like you're going to see spoilers. That's just what sucks. But even an episode weekly you still have to get on it right away unless you avoid the internet because yeah someone will just chime in right away like oh my god you see this here's a picture <laughs> you know it's like damn it <laughs> mainly you like the weekly setup yeah i like it i uh it, i don't have a lot of time to begin with so i mean to sure. be able to have it like that helps me out a little bit to mm. avoid spoilers and stuff like that <clears throat> yeah it depends on what it is yeah I, yeah like uh, the witcher is a witcher all at once no, it's it's. Oh yes, it is. Yes, it is. It is. Yes, it is. Ooh. So that you want all. I know it is because I binge watched the first season in like a, a full day. I think. Well, it was like a day and a half. Yeah. I, mean, I was up late because I couldn't <laughs> stop watching it. Yeah. I'm actually gonna rewatch that here pretty soon because they're gonna release the second season this year. So. Yeah, I gotta complete Ooh. that. I know. I know the boys. Their first season, they released everything. And then this last season, they actually got bad reviews because they didn't release it all at once. I mean. It's, Talk of stupidity. You know, fans are actually taking time to go to the message boards just to bad mouth the show just because of that. It wasn't because of the, the lacking of anything else. But yeah, uh, Mitch, you, you like it mostly all at once too, right? I, you know, I kind of like it all at once. Yeah. Um, the only reason is that uh, I, I hate to say this, but I've become more of this instant gratification guy because of Netflix. So mm -hmm. having to wait. Yeah. Each week for an episode kind of gets on my nerves a little bit. So yeah, the only show that I've actually like held on to and like I'll go like two episodes and then I'll watch it, mm -hmm. so I can watch two episodes at once is The Mandalorian. Yeah, um, it's just it like when Mandalorian had that one episode that was like really super short that yeah. kind of got on my nerves and that was the <laughs> one with uh, Boba Fett's intro. Yeah, and I was like, no, you know, <laughs> it was action packed though for up. for the show. I mean, oh, I know. Yeah, that I, bomb that he dropped on the on the show, like against those two Tie Fighters, was awesome. Big callback, yep, for sure. Yep, yeah. I uh, it just gives you something to look forward to, like oh, it's Mando Fridays, you know, if, if you will. Yep. 
So I, I do kind of like that. It's a throwback to how it was before all these streaming services happened, you know. Just felt like everyone was like water cooler, right? Water cooler moments instead of the whole series you talk just episode by episode and have something to look forward to, you know, because you don't set your you don't set your schedule with like that when you have it all at once. I mean, right. I, I like both. You know, sometimes you just want to get it done, move on. So much more content. So I do understand that. Avoid the uh, crisscross right. of things. But I, I look forward to WandaVision. It looks far out. And uh, yeah, I think it could be a new ground for, for the MCU. And I think that's kind of the direction they're going in. So this, I think this sets up a lot of things. And uh, yeah, I look forward to it. Disney Plus, of course. So, all right, guys, that's all I have. Anything else before we go? No, nope. sir. Nope. All right. Well, this is great. Thanks for being on, everyone. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next time. I'm Josh. I'm Mitch. I'm Steve. I'm Megan. Take care. Take care.